Hello and welcome to jasonnewland.com That's my website. My name is Jason Newland. That's my name. This is Let Me Bore You to Sleep. That's the title of the podcast. I think it is number 200 and 83 I think and that squeaky sound in the background is not my hips it's the chair although my hips do squeak well, I don't know if they squeak but they feel like they squeak my lower back my left part of my lower back definitely clicks at times not like you know the Adams family tune do 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 not like that it's more um oh ow oh actually it's not painful well it is but it's not not when it clicks it's more like that if you heard that, that was my toe. <sighs> oh. Only listen to this when you can safely close your eyes because and yeah might cause tiredness I suppose it's kind of the point though isn't it really tired tiredness I feel like I want to give you all the stats again but that's there's limits of boredom isn't there like oh I feel I can only really get away with talking about the stats maybe once a month. Too much more than that and I think it would be too boring. You know, there is a limit. Although... down a little bit I'm not laying down but I'm stretching out on my big black squeaky chair and oh, stretching my back you know it's really weird I had got a bit of problems with my lower back and I went to the doctor Well, I've I've spoken to a couple of doctors about it, uh, and a nurse, and they usually tell me, you know, you need to make an appointment, and I always, always seem to say the same thing, like, well, you need to lose some weight, 
but I had this problem. I got a bit of problem with my upper back as well. Oh, oh, but I've had that for years and years. Uh, my lower back issue I've had for 20 odd years. And it's, and I used to be really slim. So I think the idea that I've got lower back pain because I've got a beer belly, even though I don't drink beer, but you know, middle age spread or whatever you want to call it, doesn't make sense to me because. I had the same issue when I was slim. It's just gradually got worse as with age. Uh, I saw a chiropodist about it and he said that it was basically down to wear and tear. Like not, not <laughs> tear necessarily, but wear, you know being at uh, now that I'm over 30 stone I and it's just one of those things you know I used to be very active physically um, I st during my 20s uh, just you know, a couple of years back I had a lot of physical jobs where I was lifting heavy boxes and yeah stuff like that just heavy items and but in my 30s I had quite sedentary jobs like in offices I had a couple of jobs where I was physically active when I worked in retail Go walking up and down the stairs, carrying stuff, unloading lorries and things like that. So it was fairly active. Standing on me, on me feet, which I find is a, the best way to stand up. And also over the years, done quite a lot of you know different martial arts. And <laughs> boxing and you know so it was like quite um, going to the gym and you know stuff like that so I've been quite physically active and a lot of the martial arts has been in my 30s because I did it when I was a kid I kind of had quite a big break and then I started and in my 30s I did Wing Chun Kung Fu I did that for about a year. I also did boxing as well. Did that for about a year or so. And when I was, I think I was about 41, I started doing um, Taekwondo. I did that for a couple of years. So, and there's a lot of movement, a lot of kicking, all that stuff. But, 
I used to, I definitely lost weight when I was doing the boxing. That's the most intensive workout I've ever done. It's it's really weird because like in an, a normal situation, like when I was younger, I could see a punch bag and I could just punch it continuously and you know just go crazy on a punch bag. But with the boxing training. After all the circuit training and the skipping, the push-ups, the uh, shadow boxing and all that stuff, then I'd finally get onto the punch bag. <laughs> I was knackered. And I didn't have that, the energy that I would normally have to, well I just, I was punching but I felt like I wasn't punching at all. It was quite weird. And then at the end, it was the because I think each each exercise lasted for about five minutes with about a minute break, or was it three minutes with a minute break? I don't know. Try to sort. I think they do it to match the ring. You know, when you're in a ring for three minutes, and then you have a a minute break um, between rounds, and. I think the last 30 seconds of the three minutes on the punch bag they tell you to go all out and you know it's almost I don't know everybody's a fan of boxing but it's the bit where you you catch them and you just go all out to knock the person out to finish the job and it's that and it looks easy in the boxing ring almost looks easy on a punch bag until you're completely knackered beforehand so I've got a lot of respect for well any athlete really but boxers because it's one of the things I like and to be able to do that it's like wow and taekwondo that was I lost weight doing that as well when I did the Wing Chun, I lost weight. But because of my lower back, I had to stop doing the Wing Chun. Not Wing Chun, um, the Taekwondo. I literally was, I was there. I remember the evening I was there and I had to lay down on the floor. I couldn't do anything else. And I had to go, I had to leave. And I've never ever walked out of any um, physical training thing in my life right from the age of what 13, 14 when I first started doing it and the first time doing karate but I just couldn't do it and it couldn't physically my body, my, my back wouldn't 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 do what I wanted it to do Yeah, I felt like my back kind of divorced me. You know, who was seeing someone else. My lower back was cheating on me. So when I went to the dentist and the dentist did the... like clicked my back, did this clicking thing and said that I needed to... Uh, go... You know, every week or whatever, 
and I, he was going to charge me, I think it was something like £45 for 15 minutes. £45 for 15 minutes. And I had a few sessions because I was just thinking, oh, please, I've got to do something to, to help my back. And I had enough money to pay for it because it was just before I moved into this flat. The reason I know that is because the... Um, I don't know what his name was, the osteopath or whatever, he told me to put some, he told me to rub my back against some balls, and I misunderstood him, and he said, no, I don't mean that, and can you move away from me, he said, get some tennis balls, put them inside a stocking, or uh, you know, a sack, some kind of, and I thought, what, sock? He said, yeah. Well, I said sack, but sock, similar. Yeah, it's spelt quite the same, isn't it? Just a, an O instead of an A. I said, what are you talking about? He said, I don't know. Um, he said, put it, some tennis balls into a, a sock. And when you're sitting down, put them underneath you so they kind of push against the lower back to massage the lower back. So I did that for about a year because I brought the bag, um, the sock, with, I think I had three tennis balls inside the sock and and I tied a hole in the sock to keep the tennis balls in because I didn't want them to fall out and that was a that was a boring sentence and I feel I'm going to put together oh I'm so tired <laughs> sit up otherwise I'm going to fall asleep I'm, I get tired when I make recordings but when I get really tired it just makes making the recordings a little bit more difficult because find myself drifting off a little bit and so I kind of sit here with me eyes closed and I'll just talk but the thing is even though I'm talking My mind starts to drift. 
and when I become a bit, a bit more aware that I've been drifting I'm not sure what I was talking about so I kind of have to put a fair bit of trust in myself to be mildly sensible ish you know fast asleep right now oh, fast asleep oh, I got Andre he's cuddling me now He's actually fast asleep. He does this sometimes. If I if I pick him up when he's just like just ran out from wherever he is, let's say he's jumped off the bed or he's he's got some uh old tracksuit bottoms of mine that he sleeps in because he likes sleeping in the the leg you know of the the trousers or whatever they're called and he'll crawl out and he'll run over to the paper and he'll do a wee well sometimes he just crawls out and has a scratch and then he gets back and goes back to sleep so if I catch him at that point and I just hold him he goes back to sleep like instantly and if I just stroke his top of his head like I'm doing now he's very happy as long as I do it slowly I can stroke his body and cuddle him and he's fine as long as he he's not disturbed because he's asleep 
and he likes being stroked. I'm now stroking his side near, basically over his ribs to his belly. And he likes that. He likes being touched. But if he was to wake up So he's now Yeah, he's gone again. He's gone back to sleep, but he's Oh, sniffy sniffy snuff snuff. Sniffy sniffy. So my lower back needs some kind of something. And then the top of my back was kind of more shoulder blade kind of area, like upper back kind of area. I've had a like a pain that I've had for years and years and years going back to probably about uh, 95 probably and uh, Andre sorry about that it's Andre can't believe he does stuff like that. Oh dear, how embarrassing. He shook the whole room. I thought it was a volcano or something, honestly. Just. Poor. Oh, what have you been eating? Cat food? Oh yeah, you do. Yeah, yes. Anyway, I... I had this... I used to work for an agency and had this job put in furniture bedroom furniture into student accommodation and I think it was nurses accommodation student nurses that's what I think it was because it was just up the road from a hospital And it was a new building. And all of the the bedrooms, they were, you know, basically identical. And all the furniture was identical. And we, our job, the people that were kind of working, I think it was a two-day job. 
maybe three days, I don't know. But our job was to carry the furniture and move it into the each room. And there was a lot of rooms. And I think each room had there's a wardrobe probably a set of drawers there was a bed and there was a desk I think that was it that was what each room needed to have you know each one so and it was snowing not not in the rooms but outside the weather was snowy so I get there I think I'm late because it's really out of the way from where I was living so I didn't really know where I was going which uh, I'm going to lay down just spreading myself out hopefully you can still hear me things to carry was the desks because wardrobes they weren't like really heavy and also wardrobes are empty aren't they they kind of it might be you know six foot tall and I don't know three foot wide that's it's three foot times six foot of air. It's nothing. <laughs> it's just empty space with wood surrounding it. So they weren't particularly heavy. They were just. It was a two man job or a two person job. To you know because of the awkwardness of them. But the desks were heavy. And I didn't realise this to be a fact until I went to lift one up. And I heard a rip in my back. Like a, a tear or something. And it was very painful. So basically I hadn't warmed up. And I just started lifting in the cold. And this was... I'm trying to think. 90, 1995. Probably... Maybe January time. Perhaps. Yeah, probably. 
Yeah, most possibly. And I couldn't go home because I needed the day's work, I needed the money. So I, I mean, the, the person there in charge said, you'd like me to go to the hospital or something? I said, no, I'm fine, I'll be okay. And he said, well, if you can't do the job, you're gonna, we'll let you go because you don't, we, we need people that are capable of doing the work because there's a deadline and it has to all be done by a certain time I said I understand what deadline means he said okay I realise that you're in pain so I'll, I'll give that one let you have that one but please in future show a bit more respect I said respect you don't know what the word means he said yeah I do I said oh, fair enough and I carried on Ever since then, I've had this like left, it's on the left side as well, left kind of shoulder blade, underneath the shoulder blade, kind of. I don't know what it is. The only way I can kind of, I need to stretch it. So sometimes what I do is I'll push myself against um, like a door frame or something to massage the area and that seems to have done the job really what was I talking about oh yeah I remember when I was doing security I used to um, lean with my back against if I could find a knob, I'd like to rub it, rub it against it, like a door knob or a door handle, or just anything sticking out, anything that I could push my upper, upper back against and massage it, because it felt, I felt a degree of relief from that. But the lower back, that seems to have, the first time I remember having any issues with my lower back was 1947. No, I think it's... I don't know. 
not enough. I'll try and keep awake. I'm not normally like this when I make a recording. I do get tired. I'm practically asleep. All day. Although it's... Um, Two, 27 minutes past 2 in the morning Sunday the 22nd of December all day during Saturday for some reason don't ask me why for some reason I felt like it was later I don't mean like Wednesday or Thursday and not like later in the week it's just seem, it just seems later in the day and that might be partly because of it being dark outside by 4 o'clock in the afternoon but it really even I think at 5 o'clock it felt like it was more like 9 o'clock or 10 in my mind It's almost like my internal clock has gone a bit haywire. Wonder, wonder where that came from. Haywire. Like hay is what you feed camels, and wire is what dentists use to catch fish or something I don't know who knows who knows someone knows somewhere don't know who I don't know who can't believe what is it 22nd today So tomorrow be Monday, 23rd, Sunday 24th, no, Tuesday <laughs> 24th, can't remember for most people, time goes forward, so Sunday 22nd today, Monday 23rd, Tuesday Christmas Eve 24th. And Wednesday, Christmas Day, the 25th. I can't even remember last year. I don't mean the whole year, but Christmas. I don't really recall much about it. Probably just the same as any other Christmas, I suppose. I don't don't recall. I was here with Andre. I don't recall doing anything spandaculous. I'm just looking at my book collection. 
I've got quite a few books on therapy. Shall I read them to you? Shall I tell you? Oh, it's going to get up. believe my, my big black squeaky chair squeaks even when I'm not sitting in it. I wonder how many books I've got all together. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, nineteen. So 19 for the first shelf, 20, 21, 45, 46, 47, 48, 49, 50, 51, 52, 53, 54, 55, 56, 57, um, 58, 59, 60, 61, 62, 63, 64, 65, 66, 67, 68, 69, 70, 71, 72, 73, 74, 75, 76, 77, 78, 79, 80, 81, 82, 83, 84, 85, 86, 87, 88, 89, 90, 91, 123, 124, 125, 126, 127, 128, 129, 130, 131, 132, 133, 134, 135, 136, 137, 138, 139, 140, 141, 142, 143, 
but excluding hypnosis. So I've got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, nineteen, twenty, twenty-one, twenty-two, twenty-three, twenty-four, twenty-five, twenty-six, twenty-seven, twenty-eight, twenty-nine, thirty, thirty-one, thirty-two, thirty-three, thirty-four, thirty-five, thirty-six, thirty-seven, thirty-eight. So we've got 38 therapy books and that I would probably class just as psychotherapy slash counselling. And then the NLP books, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19. And the hypnosis books, I've got 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23, 24, 25, 26, 27, 28, 37, 38, 39, 40, 41, 42, 43, 44, 45, 46, 47, 48, 49, 50, 51, 52, 53, 54, 55, 56, 57, 58, 59, 60, 61, 62, 63, 64. Let's go move off of there. So 64 books on specifically hypnosis I've also got some novels as well and other ones that would kind of fit into Buddhism and I suppose spirituality and stuff um, they've got other ones that are like would be classed as self-help like chicken soup for the soul um, men, are my, men are from Mars and women are perfect that one is the um, Sophie's World by Justine Gardner brilliant book it's really good for the history of philosophy I love philosophy but I don't know, it's, it's hard to it's, it's a big subject but I do, I'm very interested in it and what have I got, the motor the Art of Motorcycle Maintenance um, Palo what's his name Colo or whatever The Alchemist if you never read that try it you could, um, I listened to the audio recording about 22 years ago it's really good and I've got quite a few well got a few biographies a few comedy books from Tom Sharp I recommend Tom Sharp The Wilt Books W-I-L-T very funny and I've got a few books Charles Bukowski is one of my favourite authors and I've got a few classics you know Sylvia Plath The Bell Jar The Time Machine uh, room with a View 
What's the other one? War of the Worlds, The Great Gatsby. Um, to Kill a Mockingbird. Good Girls Do Swallow. Um, the Casebook of Sherlock Holmes. Ernest Hemingway, For Whom the Bell Tolls. And Adrian Mole, 13 and a half years old or whatever. That's good. I've got some books by Pima Chodron. Uh, what other stuff? I've got books on bipolar, books on sleeping, books on anxiety, books on, yeah, a few different things actually. But I'm a collector. Well, I used to be. I'm not so much now because if I was how I used to be, I'd probably have over a thousand books by now since I've moved in here because I've got the space. As it is, I've got four bookcases. Quite, they're taller than me, so God, it's, I'm about six foot six, so they're about six foot so they're taller than me and one, two, three put three quarters of three of them are kind of nearly full but I can't have the bottom rows filled the bottom shelves because Andre just knocks stuff off so I have to have a big gap but I'd like I'd like to have my book collection back that's what I'd like that's my little dream and I can eventually do that um, although I did used to have some quite rare ones that I'd got off of eBay you know maybe back in 2005 time and whether or not I'd be able to get hold of them again and some books I've got in the early 2000s and some in like 98, 99 that might not be available and some are available but they're really expensive now books that I paid maybe 999 uh, in I don't know 20 years ago now maybe cost 35, 40 pound so because they're quite um I suppose because they're not popular books they're quite specialised so they don't have a big market so I guess they have to charge more to keep to, in order to print them although some places online you can basically order a book and they print it for you so it won't be an original cover and I used to have quite a few of those books it'll be the same content but it'll just be like a plain cover and it's just it's just as professional as any other book maker they, they just make the book to order so I'll probably look at it and I got I don't have them anymore but I had books from like 200 years ago and that were sort of well out of print and out of copyright or whatever but they just print it for you. It's great. I think one was uh, 
Sir Esdale, he was a surgeon, went over to India and he did hypnosis with people. He did operations just with hypnosis, with no chemical anesthesia, which was like mind blowing really. I think I'll stick to just boring people to sleep. I think that's where my uh, my thing lies. But I've got, I've got quite a few hypnosis books for sleep as well. So I do, you know, I do study. Do I've got a few, quite a few textbooks on hypnosis. But I think over the next year, I'm going to try and like buy one book a week maybe and just sort of build the collection up a bit and something that I can learn from you know to study because a lot of the books are not kind of the ones you just read like a novel you'd read it all the way through although I have on quite a few of them they're more kind of like dipping into it to get an idea or to cross reference and I think that's one of the one of the benefits I got from getting a degree um, is I kind of learned how to study I learned how to find information which I think is quite a useful skill it's not unique to me obviously millions of people do it but it's something that I don't think I necessarily had before um, I did but it helped me to be more focused with it so yeah I want to get I'll take a photograph one day of my little book collection and stick it on Facebook or something but I used to have so many books I think my book collection would be three times what it is now before so I'd like to I had a lot of psychology books lots of psychology books I also probably had about 100 100 plus uh, Buddhist books maybe 150 but I gave them all to the Buddhist centre I had loads of books on uh, philosophy and that kind of stuff that I gave away to charity shops because I was living in this tiny room when I was at college and there was just no room for my books so I ended up giving probably a third of my collection away you know apart from the hypnosis stuff and the counselling stuff because I needed that for the course I was doing the degree But even then, I've still got probably less counselling stuff than I had then. I had a, you know, I go through periods. So when I was doing when I was doing a reflexology course, I'd buy every single reflexology book I could get. So I'd end up with like twenty books on anatomy and reflexology, or if I did mass, you know, whatever I was studying. Uh, I went for a period when I was studying Asperger's and I bought every single book I could get read everything about it 
I've still got a couple of books now but I just really got into it and studied it just like when I first got into hypnosis I just consumed it you know just like I do a big chocolate gatto yeah big chocolate ghetto so what I'm going to do yeah I think next year which starts in just over a week I'm going to try and build a book collection try and build up my book collection more hypnosis stuff and I'm going to try try to make three recordings a day three different recordings one let me bore you to sleep one deep sleep whisper hypnosis and one relaxation for stress and anxiety I want to try and do one per day throughout the whole of 2020 but in order to do that I'm going to have to put a bit of planning in not for these ones but for the for the deep sleep whisper I'd have to put a little bit of a bit more energy into it to sort of plan kind of an outline of what perhaps I'm going to talk about and for the sleep uh, relaxation ones I'm again need to sort of be doing more studying and finding out new ideas and new techniques and things like that so it won't be as simple as just talking into the microphone I need you know a little bit of a uh, little bit of uh, I don't know I don't want to use the word study but probably a little bit of preparation oh that word preparation just saying the word preparation it just feels wrong Oh, the idea of being prepared. Oh, no. But it might be useful. The thing is, I want to do that, but I also... I want to write a book next year. I'd really like to... Maybe tell my story. Or part of my story of my life and just just call it let me bore you to sleep could, that just could be the title let me bore you about my life or something but just sort of tell tell it but have humour as well I don't want don't want it to be all serious but also have you know uh, be genuine at the same time so it's, I don't quite know how to do it. I've attempted it many times over the years. I must have started writing probably about 30 times I've started to write a book. Probably more more than that, actually. Sometimes I get a page done. Sometimes I manage to get 10 or 15, 20 pages. And I forget about it and I end up chucking away the pad. 
so it's about the momentum about sort of I suppose planning it planning what I'm going to do planning how the book's going to be my ideal situation really would be for somebody who really loves what I do but has kind of the talent to transcribe my work the audios and then take out of the audios the good stuff the the useful information that might be useful to people and then format into into some kind of a book that that would be good but yeah I don't don't fancy doing it myself you know just transcribing I had to do that at university and it's like oh it just for every minute it took me about 10 minutes to edit and transcribe every minute of audio was <laughs> hours and hours but yeah that would be quite cool if I had it all transcribed I could probably then go through it and say well that was good, that's good well that's not, you know and sort of divide everything into subjects okay, so I've been talking for 14 years about relaxing what techniques have I kind of mentioned and just list them all some will just be ones that anyone else could have thought of and uh, that might have already been used and I've just read somewhere else some might be ones that I've thought of myself and so yeah it's kind of be interesting to go through and also ideas regarding sleeping and <sighs> yeah because I don't write scripts I don't really kind of know what I'm going to say before I say it so it'd be interesting to kind of find out what I've said which sounds a bit weird doesn't it but when you hear it out loud it sounds a bit strange anyway I'm going to go to the toilet so thank you for listening I'll speak to you tomorrow remember to be kind to yourself because you deserve to be happy do something nice for yourself today lots of love